0: Blog Talk Radio. Chill, smell that fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host Dave Johnson. Glad to have you with me here on this rainy night in Northeast Tennessee. Um, been getting a lot of it here the last few days. We needed it. It's sure been hot. So uh, glad to see some rainfall come for teams. Uh, this past weekend was a great weekend for football, especially for women's football here in the Tri City area. We held the USWFL Championship 2018. Stone Castle in Bristol, Tennessee and uh, the weather was great and hot to be exact. So, uh, it was uh, a lot of fun. Um, a great, great uh, event. Um, all the games were really, really good. Uh, decent turnout. Um, I mean, it was a, a fun situation. I thought it went well. Um, glad to Glad for it to be over. There's a lot of work involved, a lot leads up to it. Uh, People just don't understand what it takes to do these things. And if you want to do things right, try to do them right. You have to put a lot of effort into it. And and, uh, Jamper put way more effort into it than I did. I'll say that. Uh, We had our awards banquet on Friday night at the uh, Holiday Inn in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, That went really well. Um, we had, uh, uh, several people at the banquet, first ever banquet. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a tradition from now on. I think it was just a, a great event, um, great food, great times. Um, there was several, several teams attended and, uh it was a, it was a really fun deal and great to see a lot of these people out there and a lot of these players mingling amongst one another and uh, getting, all, uh, getting along well. Some of them didn't, but several, several teams did. And uh, glad glad to see that. Um, coaches and, and people alike, you know, uh, talking and carrying on. Um I say it all the time, man, it's we got to have it, we got to get it. It seems like the harder we try, that some of them just pull that much harder against us, so we're gonna have to keep uh, keep it put pull a board ahead and try to do everything we we can so uh, I'll announce the winners of that banquet as as a matter of fact while we're talking about it before we get into the to the games, uh, we we give away our league uh awards at the banquet, that's why we had it and uh, it was like I said a, a really good deal. Uh, we announced all of our uh players of the week, uh give them a special award and for each player one player of the week and wanted to recognize them. Uh, try to, you know, get as many people involved as we can and get them the recognition that they deserve, you know. A lot of people don't take this stuff serious, and um, that's one thing that's uh, a big pet peeve of mine. Some of us out here doing everything we can, and others just, you know, shrug stuff off and take it for granted. So, you know, they'll get there someday, I guess. But uh, so as far as the, the league award, Winners. Um, we went down the line and started with the rookies of the year, and one of them from the North Florida Pumas was Alex Perry. Uh, the other from uh, the Hampton Roads Lady Gators, Jaquaria Barnes. Um, and then the offensive line woman uh, graded out as a ninety-four, which brings you know brings me to this point is. You know, I mean, we wanted to give an offensive line award. And, and you know, me and Jennifer talked about it, how we, you know, how we're going to determine, you know, are we going to get them or what. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, the Pumas went the extra mile to uh, send all their stats and game film and everything to a place that grade high school and college players and, and uh, went the extra mile at Chris Autry. Was the offensive line woman from North Florida Pumas and graded out of the 94. Um, I don't know exactly what goes into getting that stat, but uh, if you're if you're grading out at that and your organization is going an extra mile to prove that you deserve that award, then I firmly believe you do. And uh, I, I like the way they think. I like the you know doing whatever they can to uh, help their players get the recognition they deserve. Uh, The D-line woman of the year was Mindy Jenkins from the Tri-Cities Thunder. Um, Two defensive players of the year. One from the North Florida Pumas was Paige Jones. The other from the Tri-Cities Thunder was Jennifer Johnson. Um, We also had two players of the year. One from the uh, Washington Prodigy, Cherie Gant. And uh, the other, from the Hampton Roads Lady Gators, to Sean Lee. Uh, Coach of the Year was uh, Tony Bell from the Washington Prodigy. And the overall MVP of the USWFL for 2018 was Crystal Krip from the Capital City Savages. Um, There was all kinds of players, folks, that had great years. In the in women's football in the USWFL. and uh you know each team submitted their players for all these um positions that we give away awards to, and uh all the all the teams that sent players in and and things of that nature voted on us, so it was you know it's not just. Uh, somebody picking me. It's, it's you get the majority of vote from from either team owners, team GM, perhaps, or or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure there's everybody wants to say, well, my player deserved it, and this and other. And you know what? You you very well could be right, but a lot of teams, um, a lot of people don't understand. Man, we only be owed by what your team submits. Um, if, you're, if you had that great year and you didn't win, you might order a check if you were even in contention, you know. So, I don't know that these coaches or owners or whoever uh, sent these in, um, you know, how they determined how they was, uh, wanted their players to be voted on or picked or what. All I know is they sent them in by these categories with their stats. So that's how the award winners were picked. I want to congratulate all those. Um, You know, it's truly an honor to win those awards. I mean, when you uh, think about all the good teams that we have in the USWFL or had this year, and um, to be able to have good enough years, a good enough year to win these awards, to me, is really, really special. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to win the Coach of the Year last year, and uh, even though we won that championship and and I've got a ring for both of them, I really, really um, appreciate that Coach of the Year award because I'm going to tell you, when, when you can take your players and, and the kind of players that we get in our area, we live in a really small area, Um, and we don't see as many players as others. Uh, A lot of these big city teams do, and athletes, and when we can take and make these players winners and champions, man, I I really, really um, like like that ring. I mean, it was real special to me, not saying the championship button, but. You know, to win that award, to be loaded on by your peers, um, was really, really special. So, if you won an award, I think you should uh, feel fortunate and really um, relish the moment because you never know when, when that uh, might not happen again. So, uh, congratulations to all, all you winners uh, that took home an award uh, last Friday night. So, um but like I say, it we, we, uh, was a good night. I'm glad to, honestly glad it's over. Um. Uh stuff like that sort of makes me nervous. I didn't get up there in front of everybody and talk. And uh, I did my best. And, you know, that's all I can talk and do. So, And I'm sure I messed up a lot of names. Didn't say the right things to a lot of people. And that's just the way it is, I guess. But uh, moving on to the games we played on, on Saturday, the uh, first championship game started at 2 p.m. And uh, it was between the Tri-Cities Thunder and the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. It was a it was a great game. I knew it was going to be tough. It was sure enough hot. Uh, Play on that turf field, uh, you could feel the heat coming up from that. I'm telling you, it was 20, 20 degrees warmer, hotter on that turf than it was in the grass, and you could feel it. And it was sure enough hot. And uh, it was a it was a battle, I think. First quarter, it was 0-0. Second quarter, went into halftime. It was 8-6 to with the Lady Gators leading. And uh, with like seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it was tied at 14. So, it was it was exactly uh, the game I figured it would be uh, all the way down to the end. I knew it was going to be a four-quarter game tied, and, and it turned out to be that. Um Lady Gators edged it out uh beating us uh twenty fourteen to win the to win the championship. And uh, you know my ass off to them uh, you know, we had a we had a good game plan, but we uh, worked as well as we possibly could, just an unfortunate um play or two here and there that really, really got us. So hey, they capitalized on it. And uh, went on to win the game, and my hat's off to them, you know. It's just, just the way it goes sometimes, folks. You, I know that old saying, you can't win them all, but you sure want to. And, uh, you know, I hate it for our girls. Uh, we we battled hard all year with a lot of injuries uh, right from the beginning. You know, lost uh, several players and uh, returning players from last year's team. And uh, we started this year with a bunch of unknown uh, things at certain positions, and uh, it was tough. I mean, we you take our schedule was was, uh, was pretty brutal. We played um, the top two seeded teams. We played each one of them twice. The fourth seeded team, we played them twice, and our seventh game was against the North Florida Pumas, which played in the Division Two Championship. Uh, so, all all our whole schedule was tough. We lost five games all year by a total of twenty eight points, and uh, we were in every game. Just you know, unfortunate things. you know, turnovers, um, food plays, just different things, man. It caused just. Uh, Fall short, and that's just the way it goes. Last year, those uh, those things bounced our way, and this year they didn't. So we got to regroup and figure out what we're gonna do moving forward, and uh, keep treasuring ahead. That's all. That's all you can do. And uh, like I say again, my hats off to them. They got some really good players on that team. Um, Got a lot of athletes, a lot of speed. And uh, they 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 come in and took care of it. So nothing nothing to say about that. But congratulations. So um, the second game started at 7 p.m. and uh, it was between um, the North Florida Pumas and the Washington Prodigy. And the, the Pumas put up a heck of a fight. I'm I'm gonna tell you that they uh, they really did. Um, they're sort of like us. They kick, you know, beat themselves a lot. Some will turn the ball over. we uh, penalties here and there. And uh, the Prodigy's a really good, solid foundation team with a lot of depth. And uh, they didn't wait. And uh, they ended up winning the game 20 to nothing. Um, but it was a it was a great game. I think it was seven to nothing, maybe a half or something like that. I'm not real sure. I can't can't remember back, but I do know it ended up being twenty to nothing. But it, it was a good game, and the uh, uh, Pumas played the like the whole second half without Paige Jones, which I just announced earlier was a, one of the defensive players of the week or year, and, and that hurts as well. I um, hope she's going to be okay. And there were several um, injuries, um, some of their players and ours as well. And I hope they're going to be all right uh, as well because uh, we uh, we lost a couple, finished playing throughout the game. but had some uh, – one that broke June Junior Gendelsberger, broke her foot, and uh, – had a few others nicked up, so hope everybody's gonna be healthy and um get back on track and uh, have a good two thousand nineteen season But congratulations to the boston prodigy uh second straight u s w f l championship uh they actually went through the whole year without even getting scored on you know to, to win every game is to me is uh, um is hard to do and uh really tall task and just amazing and to go through the whole year and not even get scored on with the teams that they play, that's truly amazing and uh, hey man, my hat's up to, talk to them. Um, you, you got to respect that as a, as a coach, as a former player, uh, league owner, any whatever you want to call it, man, you got to you got to respect that kind of stuff. That's just unbelievable. So, um, but the Pumas did put up a heck of a fight. I'm gonna tell you right now, it, it sure wasn't easy. Uh, they didn't just roll over and let them have it. They come to play. They give them everything they had, and uh, that's all you can do. And you know, that's the same way with us. We we give everything we have. We just come up a little short and um hey man, when you when you do that, that's all you can do. And there's you know, when you're out uh, when you're outmatched, you're outmatched and uh you go make it hard for them and see where things fall and that's exactly what happens. So uh congratulations to those uh those two teams, the Hanky Rose Lady Gators and the Washington Prodigy. Then on Sunday, we had our all-star game. It started at 11 a.m., and uh, it was between the southwest and the northeast, and uh, it was a barn burner as well. The northeast did win the game 6 to nothing, and uh, last year they won it 8-6, It also went down to the wire. Uh, Southwest had the ball with an opportunity to score and uh, win the game at the end and just couldn't get it into the end zone. So um, the teams, uh, it was the Washington Prodigy, Hampton Roads Lady Gators, and Fayetteville Pierce against the Tri-City Thunder, North Florida Pumas, Capital City Savages, and some Queens, Carolina Queens um so great great game I'm telling you it was uh in the uh the, the northeast didn't score until i think like two or three minutes left in the fourth quarter so it was a it was down to the wire it was a really really good game and um, that's what that's what we would hoped for that's that was my goal is to uh had the teams evenly matched and and uh show out. there was a lot of good plays, a lot of good hits in the game. Um they they really wanted to win. I mean it wasn't just a you know roll over kind of deal and uh let you have it. I mean everybody put up the side, so it it was a good showing a good game. Um wanna thank you everybody that, that did show up to um the uh, coaches, especially Tony Bell and his staff, uh, coach from the Lady Gators, I think maybe coach from the Fayetteville there showed up for the northeast and then the southwest, I think Shelly Hewitt and the rest of uh, North Florida Pumas coaching staff, uh, Mike Wallace from the Tri-Cities Thunder, uh, the coach from the Carolina Queens, I'm not sure what his name was. Um, thank all you uh, folks for helping out. Of course, all the players. Um, I know some of you played uh, hard in those games and still come back playing this game. Some, some of the players came a long ways just to play an all-star game, and uh, everybody should have played in it. I'm I'm a little perturbed that, um, these teams tell me they're gonna send their players to play in it, and then they don't even send them. We could have let players, um, voted in more players from other teams, so uh, you know we could have more to be there. And uh, that that to me is just not right. But that's something we're gonna fix for next year, one way or another. I'm uh, I'm, I'm gonna change some things up where that don't happen again. Um, you know, it's, to me, it's a, yeah, it's a year-long season. And, um, you know, it, it seems like these teams get the mindset, well, if I don't make the championship, I'm done. I ain't going to do this and that. And, you know, to me, that's just not the, the right attitude to have. And uh, we're going I definitely won't. Um, and that was the key thing when we started this year, started asking these teams uh, – about voting these players again, hey, are you, you know, are they coming? You coming to the game? Yeah, yeah, we're coming. Well, guess what? They, they didn't come with always some kind of excuse. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it somehow, some way. That's one of the things I'm gonna be working on uh, for this year. So, congratulations to you, Northeast players, um, especially uh, to all the girls that put in the the, hard effort to make it there, even if you weren't playing in that championship game. My hat's off to you girls um, because you probably didn't have any team support or any help getting there. So thank you especially. Um, You know, we just put the 2018 USWFL season in the books, and we're already – looking forward to 2019 season um, even' we're, we're trying to you know make it bigger and better than than what we did and change a lot of the things that uh, went wrong along the way or came up and you know there's just a lot of things and i didn't even know myself people and, and uh, people just don't understand that, you know, things happen that, you know, you don't even think of until the course of the year goes on. And it it seems like something little will pop up here and there. I never even thought of that. So we're going to, you know, try to make 2019 even better than 18. And I thought 2018 was a great year. Um, We had some great teams, great organizations in the league, um, some – Great players, and we want to try to do things uh, better than we did before. So, you know, congratulations to all the uh, year-end winners, all the players of the week, all the championship teams and players. And uh, you know, it was a it was a great weekend for us. And uh, looking forward to the 2019 season starting. Uh, we're definitely going to try to do some. Uh, uh, more uh, special events uh, like we did this year, and uh, maybe even a few more, and change up some things, and make things more exciting for these girls. If people could just see uh, how good a time these girls had at this all star game, man, you, you wouldn't believe. And that, to me, that, that's what it's about. That's why I want to have this game so bad is to let these girls play with different players. And, you know, the some of these girls are not on teams with not only this many players, but not this many good players. And to see them shine when they're on a team where uh, a lot, all the players are pretty good or really good, however you want to say it, is, is amazing. And that experience alone is amazing. So. That's why I think everybody that's voted in should should experience it. um, But anyway, we're going to move on and um, talk about some other things, but I did want to talk about that and uh, congratulate the winners for tonight. So um, next week we're going to have Coach Patterson on from the L.A. Warriors. They're going to be taking on the Boston Renegade in the WFL to play a championship game. On July 28th in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, he's going to come on and talk about that. And uh, we're going to be looking forward to having him on. And like I say, the 27th actually kicks off the uh, WFA uh, championship weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. I think they're having the Division Three and Division Two games on Friday. Um, which I believe is going to be between uh, Orlando Anarchy and Arkansas Wildcats for the Division Three, and the uh, New York Sharks and the Minnesota team, uh, Blaze, I believe, for the Division Two, And then their, uh, I think they call their, all Star Game, something else. I think it's an All Star Game, but being uh, in the Division One between the L.A. Warriors and uh, Boston Renegades on Saturday. So uh, All Americans are what they call theirs. So I guess it be the All American All Star Game. Um, not sure about what time those games start, but uh, that is in Atlanta, Georgia, starting uh, July 27th and 28th. Uh, for the WFA championship. So uh, if you're if you're into that, or you're close to there, and you wanna you wanna go to that uh, Minnesota Vicks, and, Okay, sorry about that, but uh, I couldn't remember. One of those teams out there is the Blaze or something. I can't remember all of them, but uh, didn't mean to mess up the name. But uh, that should be a good game, I believe. Last year. During the playoffs, the Bixen, uh beat the beat the New York Sharks in in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. So that should be a a really good game as well. And I'm hoping to uh, hoping to be if we're in town to try to try to go to that game. So uh, if you're going to be around the Atlanta area, if you want to see some uh, more or some good women's football. I'm sure you'll see it on display down there. Um, I know I haven't seen the Arkansas team play since last year at this time uh, or during the championship last year. Evidently, they're as good as they were before. They haven't lost a game, and they they got a really good running back. I do know that firsthand. So, um, I'm sure that's going to be a great game. Same matchup as last year. I think they went into that game against Orlando last year is the underdogs and uh, shocked everybody by winning it and not just winning it but sort of opening it up. And uh, I'd say that's going to be a, a really, really good game this year. So, you know, with, with playoff and, uh, playoffs, you know, battle for the Raptors, right like the Knicks and beating the Sharks last year, now they're playing for championships. I'm sure emotion and bragging rights is going to be running high as well as the Orlando team against the Arkansas team. So uh, should be some great matchups down there, sure. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing: it's sure going to be hot down there as well. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia is always hot, and this time of year it's really hot. And uh, I'm sure they're probably playing on Thursday as well. And I'm, man, I'm telling you that Thursday have about 20 degrees. If you don't believe me, just ask anybody that played on it this weekend. It's, uh, it's brutal. That grass is uh, um, a lot cooler. So, you know, a lot of people prefer to play on grass, and I like, I like it myself. The the best thing I like about turf is the way it's marked, man, and the, the flatness of it. Uh, you don't have that crown in it. You can see more of the field. But, man, the way they got them marked, painted up, you can see so much better. Everything versus that grass, uh, a lot of these grass fields, they don't get marked as well as uh, sometimes they should, and uh, you have a hard time seeing as much, especially if they got that crown in it, uh, like the old fields used to for drainage and stuff. Um, it gets sort of hard to Hard to see sometimes beyond uh, half of the field. So, you know, that uh, to me, you know, I'm like I said, I'm an old and old football guy. I never even uh, knew what a turf field was until I uh, went with Jennifer and when she first started playing, first year she ever played football and they went to one of these turf fields. i have never even seen one. So, um, it, it, they're amazing. They're one right. And, uh, you know, like I said, another. I mean, there's pros and cons to both. There's good and bad to both. And, you know, if you got multiple games, like, you know, they're having multiple games down there this weekend. And, and if it was the rain, um, it would be a, uh, be a mess if it was on grass. And, I mean, it could be on grass. I don't know. I've been to this stadium, but I'm pretty sure it's on turf. But, you know, you have multiple games, and it rains a lot. Hopefully it won't rain. Um, but uh, if it was to rain, you would uh, um, have a mess in grass, but not on this turf. So, you know, there's pros and cons to it, the good and bad, and the upkeep, uh, the price of the fields, and, you know, everything comes into play. and um, It's just all in, in what you like, I guess, and, Everybody's got a preference and, and that's fine. So um it uh either way it's gonna be a great I'm I'm sure it's gonna be a great weekend for, for women's football. Uh, I do I do know this, they're having uh um box seat uh specials available. I'm not sure what that consists of, but uh, uh they they are selling from what I gather now. They're selling alcohol at the event and you can get a box seat and uh sit up there and uh eat what you want, drink what you want and and watch a lot of football and uh sounds like a pretty good deal, especially if it's gonna be as hard as I, I think it is. So if uh, like I say if you're in the Atlanta area or close to it and uh, you wanna go watch some uh, more women's football, feel free. I'm sure you can uh, find out about it on their website, exactly at what time the games start, and which one's first, and and all that kind of stuff. I I do not know that, but uh, I do know that uh, they they're going to have it the 27th and and 28th. So, um, Mr. Terry McGriff should be calling in here for the next little bit from North Florida Pumas. Uh, just talked about this past weekend and some things. He actually, one of his companies actually um, made our all-star jersey. And, man, they were really, really nice. Uh, Jim for designing them. And uh, one of his companies, he got them made. Uh, and, man, they were Sharp, super, super nice, I uh, real happy with the way they turned out. um the plume has got some nice uniforms, and um these were something that differentford actually made a long time ago, and uh came up with the idea on her own and, man it they they looked good out there, uh, maybe sometime we can uh, um you know later on we can get everybody same color pants to wear, so they're not just wearing the uh, same color jersey, and that would look extra nice. Uh, when they had that armed forces bow and um, Jacksonville down there, we went, the Pumas had the camouflage pants and jerseys, and they'd had made special for that game. Boy, they were, they were sharp as well, so, you know, that um, that always looks nice when everybody's wearing the wearing the same color, everything, but you know, you got to walk before you run crawl before you walk, and uh, these jerseys were a lot nicer than the jerseys we had last year. We didn't have time to um, get these kind of jerseys made last year. It was on such a short notice, and we'd taken over the league, but we were just lucky to be able to um, get any jerseys in in the of time that we did. Uh, So I was thankful just to get them, and we were all the same color then. And, and uh, then this year, uh, we wanted to do something better. Uh, Jennifer designed them, showed them to us. Wow, man, them things look really, really good. And um, Terry uh, took it and ran with it. One of these companies made them for us, and they, they were sharp. Uh, Jordy, another one of the co-owners of the pumas her and Jennifer, um, Design the lingers and the, and the field passes and everybody to get in and um, they they were nice as well. People don't realize how much hard work and help it takes behind the scenes to to pull this kind of stuff off. Man, I'm telling you, it's un- unbelievable. Um, there was, I mean, I could sit here, and, you know, thank all kinds of people just for helping and um, you know, like our announcer Kevin Gregory. Um, announced all our games this year, Uh, did a really, really great job. Um, He uh, hadn't hadn't announced any football before, and uh, I've known him for a long time, good friend of mine, known him for a long time, and told Jennifer, I said, let's try to get him, see if we get him to announce these. He used to announce a lot of ropings, and um, he – He's an old football guy as well. He loved it. you know, he'd never even heard of women's football. I taught him and now he's a fan, you know, and that's that's what we want. And uh, he announced all of our games. He actually announced both of the championship games plus the all star game as well. Um, did a did a great job. And you know, unlike most of these places we go, he wasn't once, He wasn't just uh, one sided, you know, and that's a that's a rarity because most of the places you go, it's a big celebration for the home team, and the away team does anything they barely even mention their name. So, uh, my hats off to Kevin. Did a great job. Uh, also, we had the um, the barracks helping us do water and. Um, Val Eagle Glass helped uh, work the gates, and Lori Mover helped work the gates all year long. Um, Amy uh, filmed their games for us. Um, did Did a great job with that. People, I'm I'm telling you, this takes so much help. i miss it. I'm leaving out some people. I'm sorry. I know one of her former player, or not former players, but player that didn't get to play. She she's pregnant, Andrea Warner. Uh, she she helped me to train her all year long in her home games. and uh, You know, all these people, you know, it just seems like you, you just take for granted that you can do it all and you can't do it all without them. And uh, Without them, we, we couldn't do it. And uh, I really want to thank them. And, you know, I know every team has these um, kind of people, but man, when you start doing a uh, long two day event, uh, it takes a lot, a lot of work. And, uh, you know, it's like the awards banquet. Shoot, it was, I got up there and talked about it, but Jennifer did all the work before I even got there. Um, she'd set up everything. I mean, by uh, the time I got there, everything was set up. I just uh, sat down and eat and talked a little bit. Then got up there and um, talked about the league and handed out some awards and, and uh, all that, all the work was already done. It, it takes a lot of work, folks. And, you know, it's like this show right here. I just get on here. And, and talk, you know. JC, she gets on there, sets it all up, does all that kind of stuff. And you know, a lot of people don't don't realize. Well, man, it, it ain't nothing. Well, it is something. You know, there's a lot of work behind the scenes. And you know, as far as people working the chains, people working the scoreboard, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. There's there's so many people involved in this stuff that you know you just you don't think about it. Um, you know, like the, the help on the sidelines at the all-star game, you know, the girls doing water and the girls working the change for us and the coaches putting in all their time. And, um, there, there's just so much goes into this kind of stuff and we, I'm like everybody else. I take for granted and, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a hate, hate to lose kind of person. When I lose, I sort of get a bad attitude for a while and, um take it for granted myself and you know I, I don't necessarily get to thank people at the time I should um, so you know sort of sometimes too late by the time I do uh, get to thank them but uh, I do I do want to thank all the people who helped us all year long uh, in any situation for that because man there's there's a lot of a lot of work goes into it and uh, you know and It's easy for me to come in and, and do the do the talking or, or the uh just the cleanup kinda of deal. So thanks to everybody for helping. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're moving, uh, gonna try to have our have a league meeting, uh, sometime around September, try to get some things straightened out, um we'll see what we got, try to get the destination set for this uh, two thousand and nineteen. Uh, inaugural kickoff <laughs> a classic and the 2019 championship and all-star game. Uh, we're going to try to get all that set for uh, you know as soon as possible to uh, you know that way we can get it out there and know what we're up against. Not just wait till the last minute and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm real excited about that and uh, looking forward to seeing who's actually wanting to put in bids for it and see where it might be, Uh, uh, where we can have that thing, what's best suited for us, and, uh, you know, people that want to take it and and be as serious about it as we are and, uh, you know, want to make it work. And, uh, you know, That's what I'm saying. Some everybody wants to. I've had several people approach me, uh, several teams approach me wanting to do it. But I'm telling you, it's a lot of work, and you got to have a lot of help to, you know, to to go first class with it. And uh, I want whoever does it to have the same thing in in mind that uh, uh, we do. So, you know. That's uh one thing that I'm um really looking forward to is finding somebody, uh one of these teams that's serious about it that wants to take it run and maybe do it even better than what we could. You know, there's uh, um, teams out there that uh, uh do a better job of hosting than than what we do. You know, not from the lack of trying. It's uh sometimes you just you know, you run short of run short of time and uh, you know, me and Jeff are the team and her plan and we go on a business and, and, you know, try to do everything and um we we give it everything we got, that's for sure, and try to have a, a good event for uh, people to come to. So we're uh we're looking forward to uh, hoping somebody can do as good a job or better than what we t- did and uh, we can uh, come and support support them and, and uh, help them as much as we can and as much as they helped us. So, uh, well, I think Mr. McGriff finally called in. Let's see what Mr. Terry has going on tonight. How are you doing, Mr. Terry? How are you doing? Yeah. Sitting here on this rainy night, just running my mouth, buddy, talking about what a great weekend it was. Yes, sir, it was a
2: good weekend, really good weekend. Oh, I think we had um, two really, really good games. It was very exciting. I mean, it kept everybody intrigued. Just another reason why, you know, to show how entertaining. Women's football can be, and it not can be, but is how viable a business model is it would be. How great women athletes that are out there in the United States and across the world, but in our league we have some of the best women athletes. I'll just say, athletes in this country, these women give it all. And and if you watched either one of those games, I hope everybody watched both games. You saw why this league is on its way to being the premier league in the world with some of the things that are out there for everything, you know I mean, any kind of sport. You're talking about the pure excitement, the pure matchup, watching great competition. USFL, USWFL is it. These women had a master performance on both sides of the ball. I mean, it was just too bad that there had to be losers, and we were one of them, but it was just too bad because – Both teams played good enough to be champions. The other ones just made a few more plays to give them the victory in that game. They were not given to them. They earned those victories.
1: Yeah, you know, I I was uh, talking to uh, some of the players and and sort of how our season went and and sort of um, kind of the way y'all's season went and uh, the way that all star game unfolded is is exactly the sort of the reason uh we were losers instead of winners on Saturday is unfortunate turnovers or unfortunate penalties that you know at the wrong place or the wrong time. And uh but that they were great games. That all star game was, was great and uh, man you just couldn't ask for much more, like you say, other than somebody having to lose.
2: Yes. I mean, if you if anybody would have told you the stats from the losing team without telling you the score, you would have assumed that both of those teams won the game. But they did. <laughs> that goes to show you just how well the winning teams played. They did enough to get the victory. There was just enough mistakes by both teams that it just allowed the other team to make cap, capitalize enough to get the victory. I mean, it was just you could you could, you could have picked the MVP from the losing team, or in both games, just as easy as you could have put the MVP from the winning team. That's how great the game was. That's how close the game was. Nobody could have, should have walked away Saturday with their head hanging down. Only thing you can do is look in the mirror and say. If I would have made made this play, maybe. But there were so many plays to be made on both sides. It was just a matter of timing and and, and execution on that very play. There was not one play that you could point to and say, if you would have made this play, it would have caught, we would have won the game. No, it was several plays from several sides, and both teams, you know, both teams from both games. Played their best, gave their best, and
1: can walk away from that game with their held high, regardless if their score was the better score or not. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was pleased. Like I said, that, uh, I said earlier in the show that man, it was both games were hard fought. I mean, uh, we knew it was going to be. I mean, you knew y'all's game was going to be tough. We knew our game was going to be tough. Uh, they beat us twice during the year, once in overtime and, and once uh over there when they outplayed us the first half and we outplayed them the second half and uh we definitely knew it was gonna be a tough game and you know what, we give it we had a good game plan. Uh we gave it everything we had. We just come up a little short, and you know I know you guys. Uh, every time I talk to you or or uh, some of your coaches or players, everybody was excited. I said, "Hey, we got a good game plan. Um, you you played, your team played their gift. out, you know." And and just come up a little short. I mean, I believe what the game was seven to nothing and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Um, man, what else could you ask for? You know what? Great opportunity. Uh, great championship games, great venue. Uh, you get a chance to play for a championship in your second year of your organization and uh, played played well. Just played against uh, uh, a really, really good team, man. Come up short. Just that's all you can say. Just, just unfortunate. Yes. I
2: mean, like I said during our broadcast, I don't believe in moral victories. I believe that, you know, you earn the win. But under the circumstances of the team that we were facing and the performance that they had put up all season long, we probably pushed them as far as they were pushed at any point at that season by anybody. And from just some miscues down in there, it should have went in it should have went in the halftime tied at seven. But it didn't. They, were, they proved why they were the champions of the league, and they got the victory and they took home that second title. Congratulations to them. All it did for us is just give us more motivation that we didn't need, but we're going to take it and use it going into the 2019 season, and we're going to see where it holds out and be no no stone unturned going into this season in hopes of getting that championship and hoist
1: trophy th- this time next year. Right. Well, you just think of the ground that you gained from 2017 to 2018. I mean, you just look at the turnaround you had from one season to the next.
2: Oh yes. I mean, I I I like to say we did it right from being a a a, a, a team that just started with bunch of rookies and a couple of players who had some experience that not much but if you look at our roster the average experience is less than three years and most of that and then over half our roster was rookies and second year players over eight 90 percent of our rocky roster was second year players or less and it just was a testament to the coaching staff and the players and t- you know willingness to buy into the system be unselfish be dedicated and it shows you what can be done when everybody's all in and given the fact that we're all in we just didn't have enough but we know fun in the next year we're going to do what we need to do to get over that hump we've no- we've been hey these guys I'm sure now they- they're taking some time off but as soon as everybody gets back and ready to go, they, that's their whole focus on getting to the championship game. No game will not right. be. Nobody will overlook. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we're looking forward to it out there, as well as everybody else in the league. I think the, the season was a success as a whole. As we are talking about how, how, how well the competition was throughout the entire year, how at any time anybody could have been playing in that championship game, if they had the right breaks and circumstances, so you know this league is on its way up. People need to take notice. Those who take notice will get gonna get ran over as they go by
1: them. Yeah, I mean it. It definitely. I I know what you mean. I, um as far as inexperience, you know, people don't realize them. And, and look, I'm not I'm not making excuses because um you only you can only go play. With the players you got, and get the players you got as ready as you possibly can, um but we won a championship last year and lost nine of those players, and we only had eighteen to begin with, so you know here we're we're basically starting basically each year we've had a team, we basically start over, you know, and people don't realize how tough that really is and you know the the greatest thing from from me that I've taken uh, from from your team is the fact you go over in your first year and you keep every one of your players and they still buy in uh, with everything you're selling to them and you come back and and have a great year and play for a championship and represented the the your organization well. In the championship by a team that blew everybody out all year long, Uh, you know. For for me personally, that that is a great feat in itself. Just to be able to keep all those players after you go over, but to keep them bought in and humble, and you know, I know all your players better than any other team's players, and you know, for the most part, they all have great attitudes, not just for the game, but got great attitudes and respect for other players and coaches and stuff, and uh, to me, that that's the biggest thing that I've, I've taken from your whole organization and team. Yes,
2: I mean, I can name names. And I, I know all my coaches and all my players know who they are. They know who, you know, because I, I, I would be, I would be, I feel at this point being disrespectful to name some other people and not name others because it was such a team effort. It wasn't one individual. It was everybody. And I mean, when I say everybody, there was not at one point in our season where somebody on the roster or on the staff did step up and do something ex- exceptional. Make sure things ran white. I mean, from we're starting out the off season with one offense, halfway through we changed to another offense, and they just flawlessly executed. To you know, people getting hurt and somebody else stepping up and taking their place. To you know, people on the coaching staff just doing some things, tweaking some things. Hey, talking to some people, helping out people on in the front office, just going out of their way to make sure that we had things that the team and the players needed. It was just, I mean, you can just, you can probably just go something down week by week that somebody different did to make sure this season went as well as it did. And we're just believing and trusting that it will be like that as we go into next season. And I think that it's going to continue as long as we keep these type of people around our organization. We do our best to
0: weed out people who don't buy in and don't have them. Believe in the vision that we're having, that we want to do for this team and women's football. And um, I did say we did have a couple of subtractions, but they were good subtractions, and we had a couple of great additions. And those people know who they are. They you know, I think they've a lot of them been recognized.
2: So you know, we just want everybody to know that you know it can be done no matter where
0: you are because we're not in the biggest of cities, and you know there is you know there is a competition around here to t- compete for players. And we just need to do what we need to do on a daily basis to make sure that what we're doing is right and now, I encourage everybody else and what are their teams to do the same thing and they can build their programs the way they want to built.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I know um, back um, some, I don't know exactly the games uh, it was, but we were talking and uh, you told me that uh, every for the last several practices, y'all had every healthy player you had at practice. And I, I don't know many teams period that, you know, can say that. Like I had coach Patterson on from the LA warriors and uh, he told me, that, you know, they have like 50 players and they get 35 there, you know, on a regular basis. So, to be able to get all your players at practice means that you're gaining some serious ground. I mean, I I feel like the you know, one thing that especially hurts us is we're a small roster anyway and we we get so many um unknowledged girls and then, you know, when we don't get everybody at practice and don't give you an opportunity to really work as hard and on things as much as you need to, you know, I feel like that that's uh, a big, big help uh, when you got everybody there. Like you said you did, and your coaches can do what they need to do. They can excel. You can work on every single thing you need to work on. And, uh, you know, that's why I – well, it's a big pet peeve of mine, and, you know, people not being at practice. And I encourage all girls to show up practice, not just my girls, uh, because I, I think y'all, to me, are a proven fact of what can happen if everybody buys in, if everybody stays on track, and everybody shows up all the time uh, when they can. I think y'all are a proven example of, of what can happen football.
2: Well, I agree with you there, you know. And that, that's all
0: on the ladies in our organization. They, they really, they do they all have a love of the game. Uh-oh. Sorry about that. They all have a love of the game, and they all have respect for the game, and they all have more than that love and respect for each other. So they know they value each other's time. They value what's, what the coach's time. So they try to get there. You know, there's very, if if there's not a real reason they can't make it, they make it. And there's, there's buy-in for each other and there's accountability to each other. There, there's nothing that we really got to do. Sometimes we got to do a little bit of talking and prodding, but it's not really that much. You know, if they can make it, they make it. You know, and then you know, you got to think of people with all these different work schedules and all these different things from taking care of kids and family, and you know, maybe have to take care of a parent or something. All kind of circumstances, and they figure out a way to get it done, and they get it done.
1: Yeah, that's the. You know, that's well for for me. You know, I, I I'm I've tried everything I think since we have had a team. Um, everything under the sun as far as practice-wise. And, uh, you know, they uh, – they. this seems – I don't know. uh, You know, I, I know this. I'd rather have one good practice a week and have every single player there and make that a longer practice than to have two or three when everybody's not there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. We can get more more work out of that. And, the, and here's the reason I say that. Because first year, we had a team, we practiced three days a week. Now, our execution was good because the people that usually made the practice were the skilled players, you know. But mm-hmm. not everybody was there all the time, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, I just. You, you have you have the same few show up all the time, and then one day you'd have this other few, and then the next day you'd have this other few. I mean, it just seems like you're spinning your wheels because you're not really getting much done because everybody's not there. And, uh, you know, and the reason that being, like you said, some girls work. I mean, uh, we had a, a girl back then that was one of our best players, she worked. We practiced on Tuesday, Thursdays, and up until we started playing on, on Saturday or Sunday. And uh, every other Tuesday she worked, and every other Thursday she worked. So you know, two two days a month she was missing practice, and she was one of our key players. And when she's not there, she as a matter of fact, she was the quarterback. And when she's not there, there's not a whole lot you can do, you know, and so, you know, we built trying to figure out uh, she actually worked at a hospital. You know, she's got a really good job, and uh, um, that was just her schedule, and, you know, now she's a mom. She don't play anymore because she's got kids and uh, or had kids, and so I get it, you know, of, I get it of why these uh, uh, women sometimes have a hard time making it, but the to me, for these ones that can make it all the time uh it's really a great a great thing because they put in the extra hard work. I tell them all the time. my favorite saying is, making an excuse why you can be there instead of why you can't be there. Mhm, yeah, you're right about
0: that you know, and i think I think this season's gonna go a long way that for just about everybody because everybody can see now. If, that they're not far away. The games are so close. The competition is so good and fierce. Anybody with the desire to be on top knows what they got to do. So, and I think everybody's going to see that, man. If I would have just did this or if we would have did that, or we could have spent more time here, we could could make these adjustments. And I think you'll see that. I think across the league, you're going to see a marked improvement next year, even over this year. And you're going to see how people, you know, going to do things. They're going to tweak their teams and, it, it, it may not be the same four teams next year. You never know. You know, these teams can, you know, surprise it. So one of the things I don't know we're going to do, we're not going to take anybody lightly going into next year. We don't know who's going to be what. You're going to have a new girl come in and could be one of the star athletes that nobody's seen or heard about yet, and she's going to tear up the lead, you know. So you got to – we're taking it like, hey, it was just like we went into last year. Hey, this year's over now. It's
1: going to be a whole new team and a whole new uh, bunch of circumstances. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, you know what, I tried to, you know, I try to stress that all the time and, um, you know, it's just like this year. I mean, last year we won it, next year we lost it. And you know what, It, it hurts. Trust me, it hurts. You know, I'm, you know how I feel, and I know how you feel, and, and but, the, but you know what? The bottom line is, it is over. It's done with. You know what I mean? It, there's not, well, The famous saying is you can't play backwards, you know, and it, it's over and it's done. You know, there, we we learn from it. We build on it. I mean, I, I, I feel like I know exactly where our weaknesses are, and, and where we got beat um you know and i know y'all's organization feels the same way and um i, I really feel like that the competition is going to be just as tough or tougher and uh you know we got to get back to work that's all there is to it like you say uh, i told these girls you know we got we got a couple uh hurt really bad in the game you did also you lost uh we're uh, better players in the game and, and for the game, and um, she's gonna need some time to heal. And I've got a player that broke her foot; and she's gonna need time to heal. And one that's got a uh, um, sprained a key lead, and you know how important that is. And um, mm-hmm. so I told our girls, "Hey, we're gonna take some time off, and and then we're gonna get back to the groundstone." You know, we got to figure out uh, ways to. To win these games rather than give them away, and uh, you know, I'm hoping we get some new players and personnel and uh, things of that nature, and uh, you know, we can come out and make a better showing for 2019 than we did in 2018.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun going into next year. It's going I mean. The the competition, as I speak again about the competition is going to be something because uh, you're thinking about it now. We're probably going to have some new teams come in the league, and you don't know what to expect from them. They might not be very good, or they might be very good. They might be one of the better teams in our league, you know, especially if this New Orleans franchise comes into the league. You know, that's, that's a hotbed in football down there, you know, they love their Saints. They love their football down there. They're LSU Tigers. We don't know what type of athletes what we're gonna face going into that. I mean, we don't even know how, what 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 division they'll be in if they decide to join. So, it that's gonna be a whole new dynamic that everybody's gonna to have to deal with. And then if we get some more teams, um, Team out of Savannah, for God, and be also the Smash or a couple other teams, anybody that might be interested, we it's gonna change the whole dynamic. And so everybody's gotta act like. Once we get back into this, last year in 2018 is over, and you better not go in there with any expectations that you're just going to have a cakewalk because you're going to be sorely surprised if you do.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, people don't realize, Terry, that every year that we've had a team, uh, the competition has gotten tougher. Every single, uh, every single year, the competition has just gotten Way, way better. I mean, un- unbelievable better. And uh, you know, there there is no cakewalk. There is no, there wasn't any easy games this year. Every game was pretty much hard fought. And uh, you know these um, these teams that maybe you know joined it, and uh, you know I feel like that they they you know some of them had had a. A great year last year uh, or the year before. Uh, you know, they keep working hard. They're, they're the next North Florida Pumas to me, you know, stepping up, turning it completely around. And uh, I, all I can say is, I, I hope they have a great, great attitude. Um, one thing I want to mention and talk about just, just look at the fun. Um, the your players and and our players and all the teams that joined the Southwest All Stars. Just look how much fun they were having uh, together versus other mm-hmm. teams at that banquet.
0: Yeah, you know, you gotta candle not lose sight of this. Um, they're not nobody's getting paid for this. There's no there's no corporate corporation that got us with a TV contract that's paying us any amount of money that that allows us to give salaries to these ladies. So the the only payoff is is enjoying the competition, enjoying each other, and maybe the icing on the top is winning a few games here or there. You know, you gotta enjoy what you're doing. It's not the it's not the destination that's more important. The journey is just as important as the destination. And if you don't enjoy the journey the destination is short-lived because you only get there once. But the destination is the whole time, and people got to start understanding. And and you know you'll lose your team if you take the fun out of that. If you take the, it's all about winning, and not about enjoying each other, and not about learning the game and getting get better at the game. All it is is about winning. You're gonna have a, a really short just short happy. Um, I would say I would say happy span if you're making up a word. Because you're not gonna, the only time you're going to get any joy out of this is when you win a game. But what about the practice time? What about working out? What about hanging out? What about the friends that you make? All of that. What about the travel to those games? or the travel to when you're at home, enjoying your home fans and join your family coming to watch it? you got to enjoy all of that because that's the payoff for these ladies. That's the payoff for the coaches. That's the payoff for everybody. Not just the game when it's over
1: yeah i've uh, you know two two things that that really stuck in my mind is and I said it at the awards banquet and I, uh one of them was and I told my team all week is to hey, no matter what happens, I want you to leave all that you've got on the field, and no matter when we if we win or if we lose that you have no regrets uh And relish the moment, man. I mean, really take this in because, listen, you know how hard it is to get to this point. And me and you talked about it. You may not ever get back there again. I don't care how good a team you have. The ball bounces the wrong way. Things happen. You may not get back there. Look at Dan Marino, man. You may not make Mm -hmm. it back there. Relish the moment. Think about all the people like Dan Marino, I mean, you look at all the great players that's played in the NFL. He may be the best as far as pure passer the the, the 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 game has ever seen. And there's people that's won Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. And he picked Terry Dan Marino's helmet, man. And that's that's just the way football is. And I told my girls, I said, play like. It may be the last time you relish the moment. Play for yourself, your team, and all the people you represent representing that may never get here again. Um, that was one thing that really stuck in my mind this weekend. Um, but another was um, I want to talk about the relationship. What goes back to the relationship between the, the your team's players and, and my team's players and we were sitting at a restaurant on Sunday eating and one of your players, and I'm not going to mention her name, she knows who mm-hmm. she is she's listening, but one of, one of your players was in there eating with her family and we mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, there was three or four of our players, I guess, came in and me and uh, the, one of the player's husband and kids, and we were all sitting there eating. Of course, the player come over and talk. But then her family come over to me and said, "Hey, I'm sister, sister, dad. I've heard, heard y'all the league owners. I've heard so much great things about you. Now, man, do you know honestly how good that felt? Because here we have players from another team." I don't know, I'm telling you, I don't know very many players from other teams that really care enough to say anything other than negative stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for for her parents to come over and introduce mm-hmm. themselves and say, I've heard so much good things uh, about yeah. you, that, that means a lot, man. You know, and that just don't happen every day, and it's usually – you know well you you know you should do this, and you should do that, and that's just one thing that um you know I've really uh taken and uh took taken a lot to is is the relationship that a lot of these girls have taken between them, even though our team and your team played a heck of a game and battled it out, went into overtime, and y'all win by two. The competition was there, but yet they still find a way to to become close, and and that statement, you know, really meant a lot to us the other day uh, when her parents came and said that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be. If you look at all those, the, the rivalry should breed friendship, not animosity. It's it's a group of people pushing the, each other to see the be, the best in themselves. I'm going to give you my best to see what you can do. I'm gonna, you're going to give me your best to see what I can do. It's almost the old saying, iron sharpening iron, and we're going to push each other because what other sport are you going to get this where You're going to get that physical push as you do with football, and it should be friendship. It shouldn't be contempt and animosity because it's a respect for each other and it's a respect for the game. And if you've got it the right intention, this is the ending result. You're going to breed friendships. Not animosity. You're gonna say, "Well, I gave it my all. You gave it your all. Today, you were better. You know what I mean? Just like right now, we have a lot of respect for the players for the of, of Washington. You know, we they they pushed us to be the best that we do, and we like to thank them. We pushed them to be the best that they can do. I mean, um, to the point that on Saturday morning before the game, they went out there and they practiced. You know what I mean? To make sure that they had all their little details down. And it would probably, maybe we, maybe that might have been the difference. We don't know. But the, the, the fact that they got the respect that they went out there and did that make sure they did those last things showed me that they respected our team. You know, they, they wanted to make sure that they didn't leave any throne unturned so that they can get the victory. You know, I, we did that. We put in all that work during the week. Those girls were ready. when they stepped on that, When they stepped into that hotel on Friday night, they were prepared. There was no excuses. They did their best, and it didn't go their way out. They can look and be proud. You know what I mean? I made a comment that they're still champions. They may not be the champions of the league to represent the league as the champions, but they played like champions. And the result wasn't the championship for them, but they played like champions. So, to me, they are champions. We just have a team that's going to be the champion of the league.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing that uh... – Jennifer started playing, was actually six years ago. She started playing women's football. And uh, the first thing that I noticed is, you know, the attitudes, how bad the attitudes were of all these dang girls that were playing, man. I mean, they had the worst attitudes of anybody I've ever seen. And, you know, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we – Every single day we went and played basketball or football against one another and us friends we talked north crap and and each, to each other and there was always a winner and loser and you always had bragging right. But when it's over it was over. Now some of those kids that I played with during the summer actually went to different schools just because the road that separated us. And it was a mm-hmm. big, big rival. You know, when that game was on, it was a big rival. I mean, I, uh, you know, it would come push to shove. But you know what? The next day, we were meeting at the same place, playing again, you know, again and again. It wasn't mm-hmm. nothing personal. It may have been personal while the game was going on because I want to win no matter what. You should want to win, and you're going to give me mm-hmm. your best, and I'm going to give you my best. But when that game is over, the loser is going to take it hard, and, yeah, you probably need to give them a little bit of space to take it. But more than, other than that, Terry, it, it, it should be no more than just, fierce competition when that game is on, and you know yourself, you've seen it as well as I've seen it, there's more to it than that, and and for me, the strive that, that your team and my team have made to to get along is, is a great step in the right direction for women's football, and I, I wish that all these teams um, could could make that step and have a positive attitude in that direction. Yeah, I, I'm
0: hoping that it, it goes that way. I think, um, you know, everybody will probably take this time to, you know, go back and evaluate they could, what they could have done better. They're going to go and see, okay, this is what we're going to do going into next season. And I hope everybody makes plans on that. And I hope everybody makes plans to, to to look and evaluate how important this game is to them, not just winning, but the game. You know what I mean? Because, I know um, we have our head coach. She just does a great job of when she always says our team prayer. And I mentioned Coach Rocky. She's, she deserves that. I mentioned Coach Rocky. She When she has that prayer before practice and she always, you know, says, you know, we'd like to thank it, you know God and bless us and thank you for giving us the opportunity to be able to play this game when so many people out there that can't that, – that maybe like to play can't play because of whatever a physical disability or some emotional, you know, or something where they just can't get out here and play. So we're happy and we're lucky just to be able to get out here and play this game. And that kind of, that kind of resonates with everybody. Cause you know, when you think about it, it's not, it's not your right to be able to go out there and play. It's a blessing for us to be able to do what we do. And sometimes we need to stop and think about that. And so Rocky reminds us before every practice with that, in that prayer, so that kinda of helps keep us grounded.
1: Yeah, I think I think it uh, you know, respect and you know, it should be an honor <laughs> to play, you know, uh women's football period and uh, you know, then play if you're lucky you're fortunate enough to play on a great team, then you know, that's just an extra. But uh, you know, it it should be an honor to to get to play because I, I've known so many people uh, along that, you know, that couldn't play because of physical abilities or illnesses or, or whatever the case may be. And, and that's why that, you know, you know me, I take a lot of stuff to heart. And, you know, that's why I take so much of this BF crap to heart is because these people are, you know, to me, they're just keeping on diminishing the game that so many of us love that so many of us put in the hard work to get it to where it is today and they have no respect for it you know they have no respect for 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 the game itself or for the, the team they're playing and I, I can't say it enough uh, or uh, any planner than I said it at the banquet that if, if there's nobody if none of these teams if you keep running off teams then before long you're going to have to play amongst each other. You're going to have to invite your team up play each other because there's not going to be anybody to play. Um, we're all in it together. We need to act like we're all in it together. You know, and even, uh, even at those games this weekend, you know, I felt like that, uh, hey, you, you win, you deserve to celebrate. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, I wasn't trying to get in any of the – either one of the team's celebration. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. game we lost, I presented that team the trophy and their medals, and, and I got out of the way. That was their time. You know what I mean? It wasn't my mm-hmm. time. I, I present them, and I agree. But once that is over, you know, I just don't feel like that you just keep on um, – you know, pounding on teams and running off to the mouth and, and that kind of stuff. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of good organizations out there and a lot of good players. And, and I guess all I'm saying is I've learned to, to respect um, the great relationship that a lot of these girls have had amongst themselves when they wear different jerseys, you know what I mean? Because mo- mm-hmm. a lot of them really do play on the same team, and that's women's football. They just wear a Denver jersey on game day. And I'm going to tell you, I know you didn't get to see the All-Star game, but I'm going to tell you, those girls had a ball. From I know they lost the game, but from the time they all got to the locker room, they all lined up until the horn sounded when they took the loss. They all had a great time. And, man, that was worth the whole weekend for me. I know I didn't want to overshadow those two championships, but I know that those girls that that didn't win a championship or didn't get to play in those games that was on that all-star team, they really enjoyed it. And that was something great to see uh, for me.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. Circumstances didn't allow me to <laughs> to get to check that out, um, but I heard about it. I heard, you know, it was a really fun event. You know, a couple, one of the coaches told me about some of the events that one of the things that happened. So, you know, and I've seen pictures. I've seen Miss Miss um, Jen Pilt posting pictures on Facebook, and uh, you know, you can see the camaraderie, the team pictures, and stuff like that. And you know, I've seen a couple of video clips. And it was just like it was. That's where it was supposed to be. The whole weekend should have been a celebration. Yeah, you do you play for the championship, but the week is to celebrate the season that we've had, and it has been a great season. I would like to hope that it was a great season for everyone. I mean, give you an example. I just like to get, shout out to the Carolina Queens. They came out and participated in this weekend, um, and they were there Saturday. And they you know they represented themselves in the all star game, and you got to think about it they didn't they they had a very, very small roster, they didn't win a game, and they still came out and finished the season in grand style so you know i applaud I applaud miss ebony and all the all her guy all her whole team and staff i met I talked to one of her coaches and you know I didn't get a chance to speak with him as much as I wanted to and um but I spoke with her I think that was the main one of the besides your people on your team. That was the main people I saw, and you got to think about it. They had a season like we had a year prior, and they still came out. You know, that's just the class organization that she showed the class person. So I do want to recognize her. Um, and you know, there was, you know, the bank was just just a great time. I mean, we had a good time. Um, the people, the ladies out there, just taking pictures. It was, you know, I hope it just gets better and better, and I believe it will get better and better and better and maybe you we'll know, we'll try to reach out to the teams that couldn't make it or some of the players that wanted to be there that couldn't make it cuz they'd missed out on a good time if you weren't able to make it for whatever reason and um if you talk to the people who are there you're going to understand what what it was like to be there cuz that was that's our that's our celebration of year time regardless your records don't matter at that point at that point it's about what we all accomplished together not what an individual team did it's what the whole league did together, and I think you guys, nobody, nobody, should be ashamed of what what happened for, with this league this year. Because everybody should be a part of it. Everybody should be a taste of that victory. Because you got to think about it. We showed that, in my opinion, we were the best league, especially with the level of competition There was. You know, did you, did everything go right for everybody? No, it definitely didn't go right for us on certain fronts. But it it showed that you know there's great parity and there's something to be said about having parody in the league.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have hiccups, and, you know, we're all going to um, have our times when, you know, things don't go right. But, you know, it's how you handle those situations and and keep moving yeah. forward. So, um, well, Terry, we've our time tonight, brother. Hey, I appreciate you calling in and talking with us and, uh you know, I said earlier, I uh, told everybody earlier about what great uniforms they was. And when your company's made, they were excellent, ni- extra nice. And uh, Jennifer did a good job designing them. Your company did a good job making them. Um, mm-hmm. 2018, USWFL's in the books, and we're already looking forward to 2019. So All right. looking for a great year, man. I appreciate you calling in and spending some time with
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us in the league this year.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Mr. Terry McGriff, co-owner of the North Florida Pumas. Uh, They do a great job down there, folks. I can't say enough uh, great things about him and Miss Jordy Granger and all their coaching staff and their players and uh, everything as well. I would like to uh, give everybody – an extra thanks for uh, this year in our league, all the help, all the teams, all the owners, coaches, players. Um, uh, special thanks to everybody who uh, helped to make the great league um, and a great year of success. Um, I want to thank Miss J.C. Hawks uh, for letting us get on here and talk each and every week and uh, let people like me have, Terry get on here and rumble around and uh speak what's on their mind. So uh, I really wanna take care of everybody. Uh next week, like I said, we're gonna have Coach Patterson on of the LA Warriors talking about their championship game, uh, on uh, July twenty eighth in Atlanta, Georgia. So, uh looking forward to that. And uh, um Maybe have us a few more guests. Maybe I can get some of these girls that uh, won some of these league awards to call in and talk to us a little bit about them and tell us what that meant to them and um, see what we can get going for next week. So, till next Tuesday, I'm Dave Johnson and I'll talk to you then. Thank you, folks.